Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another exciting episode of Thriller Coin Talk. Today is August 31st, 2018. Some interesting news out there in the crypto land. Very interesting news. So NASDAQ is ready to list and trade Bitcoin, Ethereum, and other cryptos by 2019. Yeah. So take a listen to the CEO, Adina Friedman, as she talks about the future relationship intends on having with the cryptocurrency market. Check this out. So we are continuing to investigate um, the idea of a cryptocurrency future with a partner. Yeah. And we continue to look at uh, the risk management around that, making sure we're putting the right protocols in place, making sure that there's proper demand, and that the construct is different than what's already out there. So the two futures that exist today are tracking, tracking futures. Yeah. Um, what we might look at is more of a total return future. So it's a little bit of a different construct, yeah. um, a different index type of model. So, so just, just explain that for us. What, so it just means that it's more of an investment than a, than a tracking a stock, you know, tracking. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think that we'll have to see whether it makes sense at the end of the day, is there proper client demand? And um, on the risk management side, do we feel confident? In which case then um, we, would, we would look to go to the CFTC. Um, on the broader topic of, of crypto though, I think it is very much a nascent market. Mm. Um, and it's gonna develop, you know, it's amazing how these types of markets go through that maturity life cycle. And we'll have to see whether or not it kind of goes through to the full maturity life cycle and becomes a true digital currency that people use to transact, or whether it stays in this, this kind of in-between world of being an asset, but not a currency. Are you able to tell us who the partner is you're working with to investigate? Um, I, I think that we're maintaining that within, amongst ourselves. At yeah. That partner is Gemini. <laughs> no, it is. Um, it's rumored. They just recently had a kind of like a backdoor meeting and I believe uh, there is rumors of them inking a deal with the currency exchange, um, uh, you know, of course, started by the Winklevoss twins to allow the use of its technology by the crypto exchange and ensuring regulatory compliance. So it, it just makes more sense going with somebody like a uh, like Gemini, you know, they understand how this space works and they understand how to keep their crypto, you know, safe. Um, but I I think it's interesting that even Yahoo, believe it or not, Yahoo, that old uh, tech giant, <laughs> even they are uh, coming out here recently saying that uh, they are going to allow uh, integrated trading with Bitcoin and Ethereum and Litecoin, um, which is pretty crazy. Um, and they're looking to add Bitcoin Cash, Ethereum Classic and EOS later on. So you can tell a lot of these I guess you. I guess you could call them old, old. Um, you know, conglomerates are starting to get on board with crypto, and if they needed an even bigger incentive, you know, Binance just acquired its uh, first quarter profits, and they have made two hundred million in the first quarter. Binance, the cryptocurrency exchange. Meanwhile, Nasdaq had made two hundred nine million. And they are scaled at 4,500 employees. Binance is scaled at 200 employees. And Binance has only been around for eight months. <laughs> NASDAQ, on the other hand, 47 years. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, I feel, I feel like what's happening is the same thing that we saw happen, you know, to the music industry. This is exactly what, um, you know, Andreas Antopoulos predicted. You know, we used to talk about all this stuff happening in the future back in 2016, 2017. But now 
it's starting to come into fruition. Like they're getting on board fast because they're realizing that a lot of these other exchanges are providing enough for these retail investors. And soon, very soon, you know, Gemini and Coinbase are going to, you know, start getting the nod, hopefully, from the SEC and the CFTC and be able to, you know, provide institutional investors exactly what they want. So, yeah, you can tell a lot of these people are running fast. It's a first mover race to capture institutional movement into the crypto ecosystem. And if that wasn't enough, it just got crazier because we all know backed the uh, creation of ICE. Uh, they look to transform Bitcoin into a trusted global currency with broader usage. And that's going to be rolled out here fairly soon. I think it's in November. So they're going to get first, get there first. And I have a feeling um, that NASDAQ is going to roll out something here in 2019. And if they don't roll out something in 2019, they're going to get left behind. Uh, it's starting to look like a lot of these, um, like these ETFs that everybody's hoping for and the SEC, like that's one thing about the crypto space. It moves very fast. And I feel like it's moving at an even faster rate than it was last year. Um, and I, I feel like if, I just feel like if a lot of these, you know, exchanges don't get on board, they're going to miss their, their window. Um, I think they'll always be around. I just think that when it comes to crypto, maybe people won't look to them. Um, and it was interesting today because, you know, for the most part, um, you know, it's been kind of quiet this week with the news. I mean, there's a whole Bitcoin Cash and Bitcoin thing going on. But for the most part, like news has been quiet other than this NASDAQ leak that we've been getting kind of sprinkled in this week. Um, it's been kind of quiet. And it was interesting because today at work, people were asking me about Bitcoin and Ethereum. And that hasn't happened <laughs> since last year around October, November, when people were asking me questions like that. So that tells me that um, people are starting to feel like, hey, something's brewing out there and they're starting to take notice. And I think the fact that Square and I hate to keep pumping up Square, but, you know, the Square app, I feel like I feel like they're in like the best position right now. If they just wrote out Ethereum before the end of the year um, to purchase on their app. Oh, man, that would that would change everything. Um, it would be very interesting to see if uh, Jack from Square um, rolled out Ethereum. I feel like, man, I would purchase a lot more Ethereum on a weekly basis if that were to happen. But um, yeah, I can't wait to get into to Coin Talk because we have a lot more to discuss. But it was also rumored, and this was all rumored because I know there's a lot of Reddit articles. Um, so if you go to NASDAQ, they have their own blog, right? But a lot of these blogs are actually created not by NASDAQ themselves. Um, they're created by contr uh, contributors. Um, so you can have, you know, kind of like the Huffington Post where anybody can write an article and post it on NASDAQ or on the Huffington Post. It's very similar to that. So just be careful if you see like a NASDAQ article, because I've actually I've actually um, followed a NASDAQ article that said that they were going to back Bitcoin, Litecoin and Stellar as it considers cryptocurrency exchange. Well, then when I followed the link backs all the way to the original NASDAQ article, I looked to the right and it says a contributor that it's not actually coming from NASDAQ. It's, it's just coming from a contributor that, you know, contributes content to the NASDAQ website, very similar to the Huffington Post. So just be careful with what you read out there in regards to NASDAQ. You really have to follow the backlinks because a lot of people are just 
kind of regurgitating what they're hearing or, 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 or reading. And then they just write up a quick, you know, you know, um, article. So just be careful with that. Just one thing that I noticed today, um, don't get me wrong. I want that news to be true, but I'm not gonna, <laughs> not gonna go and shill, you know, wrong news if it's not real. So that was one thing. Um, but yeah, it looks, it's very interesting that Binance has taken over for the most part this year in Q1. It would be a very interesting to see what Bitrix is doing. Bitrix doesn't do a lot of talking. Um, it's kind of interesting, but it'd be, it would be, I would, would be interested to find out how much they are making. Um, but yeah, 200 million for Binance and 209 million for NASDAQ. It's crazy. It's very crazy. So I, I would assume this time next, this cause it's not even like a bull market this time next year, Binance should be doing close to, you know, 800 million, maybe more. Gosh, it's crazy. It's just absolutely nuts. Um, but anyways, let's go ahead and jump into coin talk because that's our most exciting part of the day. Let's do it. It is time. Only crypto coins trade predictions ahead. It is what you spend all day wondering, isn't it? This crypto dream. Only on coin talk. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Coin Talk. But before we dive into that, I uh, just want to bring a couple things up that we have to we have to talk about because the first is coming up here, mañana, which is tomorrow uh, on Saturday. So we are going to go ahead and give out a thousand ADA Cardano tokens, crypto, whatever you want to call it, um, and we are going to do that at ten a.m. Saturday, September 1st. So if you want to be a part of that, sign up to the Thriller Army newsletter. Uh, Link's in the show notes. Click on that link. Put your email in there. I'm going to send out an email at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time on Saturday. First three people get some Cardano coins. That's right. Um, I haven't decided what I'm going to do just yet, but like I said, it's just going to be very easy. Maybe like a tweet or something like that. But yeah, first place gets 500, uh, second and third place get 250 each. So pretty cool. I think it's pretty legit. I mean, you're going to be able to, you know, save that bag and, uh, you know, when it gets on Coinbase, hopefully. <laughs> well, if if if, uh, if the guy that we've been talking to, if he's, tr- if he's actually telling the truth, um, if it gets on Coinbase, then, man, that's going to, that should be, that should go from 10 to at least 30 cents, I would imagine, I would think. 25 30 cents yeah for sure 30 cents i would say um and then of course whatever happens next year um with everybody else all these institutional investors getting in uh, cardano is definitely set to become a pretty big uh, crypto at that point so um long-term cardano is a great coin uh short term you're gonna get uh you know 3x here if it gets on coinbase um so yeah pretty cool um and then we also need to discuss, so ThrillerCrypto.com is kind of going through this maintenance mode right now. <laughs> so there's like a lot of links that are missing, the images that are missing. So just bear with me while we get this kind of like fixed. I was trying to mess with it today. It was one of the reasons why we have a later, um, you know, a podcast at this point. It's because I was trying to fix it, but it was just, it's just so much. 
it's just so much, you know, PHP and SQL databases that are just over my head, unfortunately. So I'm going to need some help. If anybody's out there that wants to help out with that, shoot me an email, car at thrillerpodcast.club, and we'll give you some credentials to log on there and get that fixed. But um, yeah, just thought I'd reach out to the audience and see if anybody could help out there because right now, like some of the images are just aren't working and stuff. So it's just kind of, uh, yeah, you know, kind of a bummer because I like reading that website every day. And I'm sure a lot of you do too as well, because, you know, I, I like, I like the clean design. And I like being able to like toggle the night switch on there and yeah, all that stuff. It's just really easy to use for me, like just to browse crypto site, crypto news and stuff like that. But anyway, so if it's still usable right now, you could still go to thrillercrypto.com and you could still access all the news. It's just not as fancy looking as it normally looks. So it's not as fancy. Um, anyways, I think that's all we got. So just remember, if you haven't signed up for a newsletter, sign up for it. Don't worry about spam. I don't spam you. I literally only send you one email per month and that's to give out free crypto. Hopefully, you know, hopefully once we get out of this... <laughs> Once we get out of this bear market, um, you know, through the car, can start giving out, you know, you know, crypto to every single one of the subscribers, which I hope to do. You know, hopefully, hopefully this year if we can get some kind of bull run. Um, I would love to give everybody, you know, 100 coins of something. So just keep that in mind, even if it's something that, you know, you don't win, you know, this month or next month. Just realize that, you know, um, at some point. You know, hopefully within the next three to four months, I'm going to look to give every single one of y'all 100 coins of something. I just need to um, just need to what do you call it? Uh, just need to start this bull run is what we need to do <laughs> with that. Let's go ahead and drive into our disclaimer. We got to play the disclaimer because, um, yeah, all these exchanges are getting on board. They're not going to take any any kind of like pumping or dumping schemes. They're not going to accept it, guys. They're not. You know, there's going to be a lot of YouTubers out there out of jobs because they're not going to be able to do those things anymore. So the uh, the old, uh, you know, glory days of crypto are gone. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't call them so much glory. But with that, let's go and play a disclaimer right now. Remember, Thriller Podcast does not give financial advice. He cannot tell the future, even if he thinks he can. He is just some dude. Trying to save the world one Satoshi at a time. All right, it's time for Coin Talk, my favorite part of the day. So if we look at Bitcoin, Bitcoin is currently priced at $6,993. We're at around 1 a.m. Central Standard Time on August 31st. So if you're wondering, um, yeah, you know, and I was kind of saw this coming. I mean, a lot of I think everybody in the whole space saw this coming. But you know, like I've been saying, September, the beginning of September is usually down considerably. So I'm I'm looking to see Bitcoin go even further down this weekend. I would be very, very surprised if it goes up at all. But I see Bitcoin going completely down. Um, Ethereum, I see it going down as well. It's currently at 282. But honestly, like right now, I'm trying to cu- accumulate more Ethereum as the as the year goes on. Um Seeing it under $300 for me is automatic buy. I've been saying that all year. I know a lot of people out there just do not believe me when it comes to Ethereum. But, 
you know, like I've been saying, and you guys have heard me say this multiple times this year is, you know, once they get Bitcoin ETFs out of the way, there's going to be only one crypto they're going to look at to start an ETF with, and that's going to be Ethereum. And a lot of these crypto exchanges are going to be adding Bitcoin first, primarily, and then they're going to add Ethereum. And, you know, as long as Ethereum keeps working and keeps trying to scale and, you know, keeps having projects on their, you know, whole entire network, you're going to you're going to see mass adoption when it comes to Ethereum as an actual cryptocurrency. So. I really believe right now seeing a $300 Ethereum is is exactly like seeing $300 Bitcoin in 2015. Like uh, I'm I'm certain of that. I'm certain of that. Um I, I you know who knows as high as hot who knows how high it could get, but like I've been saying in the past, I do think a $7,000 Ethereum coin is in is a possibility in the very near future. You know, last year we got up to 1400 um, yeah, I, I seriously see a seven thousand dollar Ethereum coin. I know a lot of people are like, "No way, card." Yeah, I, I, I seriously do. Um, you know, a lot of people were asking me about Ethereum today at work, and I was telling them how I feel about it. Um, a lot of a lot of the stuff they don't understand. You know, when it comes to you know institutional side of um, of incorporating cryptocurrency, um, but uh, seeing this stuff every day, reading this stuff every day, talking about it every day, studying this stuff every day kind of get the feeling of what's going to happen at this point. Um, and it's no surprise to me as well. We see something like Square. I hate to keep bringing up Square, but you see something like Square go up considerably in stock price year over year. I think it was at $32 last year, you know, and now it's at like 85 88 and it's going to keep um, keep going up. Uh, but the reason it's going to keep going up because it literally just passed a patent here recently to um, do this whole update that I've been talking about for the past six months. <laughs> You know, they really are an update away from changing the game when it comes to exchanging cryptocurrency as a form of payment, you know, between regular people out there, small businesses and people, you know, on the streets, you know, just using Bitcoin. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, it's very interesting times. We got XRP at 33 cents. I'm still, um, you know, there's been a lot of great news, especially with uh, XRP. Uh, being implemented inside of Bitrix, like that's cool. They're 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 gonna have, go ahead and use their ledger platform to, you know, to leverage XRP, you know, crypto. That's awesome. Um, but I don't know. I honestly don't know if it's gonna get you know adopted by some of these bigger exchanges. You know, um, like like Nasdaq, you know, or by Backed. Like that's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see. I just don't know how that's all gonna shake out because um, it has never been classified as a. As a, as a cryptocurrency just yet. So for me, that's still a thing that I don't hold too much of, unfortunately. Um, I know in the beginning of the year, I was super bullish on XRP because, you know, there was there was legitimate talk of it showing up on Coinbase. A lot of it was, you know, manufactured FUD, <laughs> you know, or manufactured, I guess, um, love for the coin by CNBC. Um, but, you know, that was a time where we kind of, I kind of thought they were a reputable source at, at some point, maybe when I was younger. I definitely don't think that now. Um, they clearly have an agenda when it comes to stuff like that. Um, but it's it's good to see that that was exposed very fast. But yeah, it kind of sucks because we saw XRP go up to $3 and now it's back down to $0.33. Cents and, you know, 
I think I think in the long run, I think it'll be fine. I just don't know if it's going to get classified as an actual crypto. And I know a lot of people are holding it out there, but that's just my opinion. Don't listen to me. I don't know anything. Go out and do your own research about XRP. But I, I would say just be careful. Just be careful with any of these coins. I think the only safe bet, of course, I'm going to say Bitcoin. Um, you know, after that, I would definitely say Ethereum. But, you know, yeah, I'm just saying it's just it's just tough because we're kind of in a space right now. And it almost seems like the SEC is kind of waiting for a lot of these bigger institutional, you know, exchanges to, you know, catch up, you know, and they're going to get the green light on a lot of things first before, you know, Gemini or Coinbase will or some of these other ETFs. But I feel like in the long run, um, we they'll, I think in the long run, they will kind of follow the lead of those bigger exchanges. I just don't know if they're going to roll out here this year. I, just, I don't see that happening for sure next year. But I don't see actual full adoption from regular people happen until, you know, the end of 2019. So all this good news in the short term is good. We'll still see an increase. And I think we'll see a nice little increase in the beginning of 2019. Maybe not as high as everybody thinks it's going to go. But I think by the end of 2019, we're going to see something pretty big to 2017. It's just my guess. Um, we got Bitcoin Cash at 543. Um, it's a lot of drama going on with Bitcoin Cash and, and the whole other side of Bitcoin Cash. I don't, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, I was trying to do some research on it, but there's just multiple sides to this thing. And it's it's very convoluted. There's no one, you don't know where the actual truth is coming from. And it's kind of one of those things where I'm like, do I want to comment on something that I have no idea how the inner workings of this is all going to happen or it's going to, you know, shake out? And it's kind of hard to trust both sides because you don't know which side is which. I don't know. Um, you know, I, I guess I could do some more research this weekend to find out exactly what's going on with Bitcoin Cash and their fork. Um, but every source that I've read, because don't get me wrong, like when it comes to actual like reading Reddit and getting my news from there, I, I don't trust it. I'm sorry, I just don't. I have to hear the people that are wanting this work. I need to hear from them. I know Craig Wright. Um, I saw a quick video of him talking about it, but every time I hear him talk, it, it just doesn't make. It. He doesn't explain things um, in a in a concise manner, um, so it's it's very hard to understand where. It, like, I don't know. See, I, I can't even comment on it right now because I don't have my thoughts fully formulated just yet. But I will say, if you're really interested in it, there's, I think there's a couple um, YouTube videos already of, um, you know, Craig Wright talking about why they're forking Bitcoin Cash. And he goes on and on about it. Um, we'll, we'll see. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to research it this weekend on Labor Day and we'll see what happens. But right now, I still have my Bitcoin Cash. I'm still holding it. So I'm sure I'll get some of both, but it's not something that I'm like throwing more money into just so I can accumulate more of either one. I think personally, if I'm looking at what's going on with Bitcoin Cash, it's, you know, it's, um, I hate to say it's typical, but it's kind of one of those things where like, I'm not surprised this is happening, you know? Um, so, you know, it, it, it kind of sucks because I feel like Bitcoin Cash was actually had a good reason to be created, right? It started off you know, with what they call, you know, an, a certain ideology, right? So it sounded like a good idea at first, but now it's like, mm, I don't know, it's kind of dilutes the coin a little bit. 
But then again, you know, it diluted Bitcoin <laughs> or it tried to at least. Um, so, yeah. Anyways, we'll definitely talk about it at some point, I'm sure. Um, it's just not something that I'm like entirely interested in. So sorry about that. I will try to be better. EOS at $6.13. Interesting enough, EOS has gone up. That's good. You know, I, I like to see it go up because it, it makes me, you know, want to take more interest in it. Um, yeah. So we will definitely probably have to do another, you know, EOS episode here pretty soon. I know they have some apps being built on their platform, which is good. And I know people are talking about actually, you know, getting it on some exchanges. So it's going to be cool to see if EOS actually takes off. Um it's going to be cool. We got Stellar at $0.22. Cents. We got Litecoin at $60.53. Um, we got Tether. Why am I talking about Tether? We got Cardano at $0.10. 10 cents. We got IOTA at uh, $0.73. Cents. We got Monero at $109. And a lot of people are asking, do you think Monero is going to get back to $300? Eh, I don't know if it'll get back to $300 this year, but I definitely think in the future it definitely will. Um, it, there's There's a need for privacy coins. And a lot of these privacy coins are going to end up being used far more in the future than they will be right now, just because a lot of people don't even know how to use regular crypto. So to them, it's to them, it's private. But when you actually look at, you know, the nuts and bolts, Monero is definitely one of those that uh, has all the checks, you know, tallied up. So I think in the long run, I still have my Monero stack. I'm not mining it like I was before, but it's um, it's uh, it's definitely a coin that I uh and continuously looking at to accumulate more just because it's a nice hedge, man. Tron, two cents for Tron. We got Dash at 190. I know Dash is taking off in Venezuela. At least that's what everybody's saying. Dash in Venezuela together again. Um, yeah, but it's taken off too. It's up 4%. So it makes sense if that's happening because there's a network effect with all these new users on board. So good on Dash, man. I always feel like Dash is very grassroots, which I like, um, but it's it's definitely its own crypto. Definitely stands on its own, which is pretty cool. We got Ethereum Classic at twelve dollars and seventy eight cents. We got Neo at nineteen dollars and fifty seven cents. We got Binance Coin at ten dollars and seventy seven cents. You know, it's interesting that you know thinking about how Binance is making more money than Nasdaq here it makes me wonder about their coin. Like how like how high is that going to go? You know. Like in the future, like how high is this Binance coin going to go? Um, it's going to be interesting. Uh, it's going to be very interesting to see how high this Binance coin is going to go. Just because of the amount of money that they're raking in every every quarter. So, yeah, who knows how high this thing can go. They have $92 billion. No, no, $92 No, actually, $95 million. They have $95 million Binance coins. In circulation. Wow. That's a good amount. We got NEM at 10 cents. We got Tezos at $1.37. We got Zcash at $1.48. We got Omaisco at $4.23. We got Ontology at $2.50. We got Dogecoin. <laughs> so Dogecoin is up 37%. Calm down. It didn't go that high. It only went to three tenths of a cent. But, um, you know, it's funny that it's funny because they're making a Doge Ethereum, a Doge Ethereum, I believe it's called. So believe it or not, and I definitely didn't believe it when I first read it, but um, they are gonna, they are gonna they're gonna make a Doge Ethereum here, and 
it's I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be fucking hilarious, honestly. But uh, the team behind you know the Dogecoin, of course, they're working rigorously on a smart contract called Doge Ethereum. It'll be performed as a bridge. It does enable transfers between the two chains easily. Easily, the elaborated coin here is in more benefit as it ranges of operation increase accordingly with the second and lead Ethereum's flexibility with more smart contracts. When the connection is commenced, Dogecoin will gain from the link by being supported from Ethereum stable token price movement and liquidity. This comes as a conclusion from the services that Ethereum delivers. So, so of course, everybody wants to hear from you know a couple people. Um, me personally, I want to hear from Jackson Palmer about this. I haven't heard anything just yet, but uh, it's funny that Dogecoin is also now available with Robinhood Crypto. So that's another reason for the spike as well, too. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Like, I have a fuck ton of Doge, but it's like one of the, <laughs> it's one of those where I don't count as. No, you know, it's a great coin to have. I will say that it's a great coin to have. Like, just it's almost like a uh, it's almost like having I don't know. Well, actually, it's just a great coin to have. Right. Like in your wallet. Um, but I wouldn't necessarily I never necessarily would say like. It's I'm holding it. I'm holding that big amount just because I expect it to moon one day. Like, don't get me wrong. That'd be cool if it did. That'd be the funniest shit ever. Like if Dogecoin got up, you know, to a dollar, I'd be like, wow, really? A dollar? You know, that's just crazy. But it's never going to get to a dollar. But um, it's just crazy to think that uh, it's taking off. And right now it's currently it's it's currently up 37 percent everybody's everybody's fomo in yeah it's just nuts <laughs> it's nuts and there's 115 trillion 115 trillion doge out there i'm sure i'm sure you know 500 million are like lost or something <laughs> but still 115 trillion dogecoin out there but you know i think it could work like if it's used instead of gas like that would be interesting but i don't know how they're gonna roll that out we'll see we'll see as it goes on um but um it'd be interesting to see how that's all gonna play out uh we'll definitely be watching it i just think it's hilarious if you guys didn't know that's what's going on with doge uh we got nano up 12 percent at three dollars and ten cents we got zero x back down at 76 cents um, we got Bitcoin at two tenths of a cent. Uh, we got Icon rising back up out of the ashes at ninety one cents, up seven percent. Um, the other big jump today was Walton Chain. So Walton Chain is at five dollars and thirty nine cents. It's up twenty five percent. We know Walton Chain, you know, had that twenty dollar peak early. Was it earlier this year? And then they did a whole screw up in, on Twitter, and they they dropped back down to fourteen. <laughs> And then at at the same point they they lost all kind of momentum and they went back down pretty 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 low. Um, I will say I'm not a person who looks at circulating supply just because I don't necessarily believe circulating supply is a, you know is the all you know thing that you should look at. But when it's pretty low, I do look at it. And the only thing I will say, you know, looking at Walton Chain circulating supply of forty million, that's. Uh, it's a pretty good deal if it takes off, but I definitely say that that would be a, a big gamble. We'll see. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there holding Walton Chain, but at $5.39, 40 million circulating supply, if you do the math, it shouldn't take that much for you to get a nice size chunk back. But at the end of the day, go out there and do your own research. Now, we haven't done a show on Walton Chain um, just because of, 
yeah, it's just, I don't think anybody is interested in Walton Chain that listens to their podcast. Um, I don't know. You guys let me know. Uh, I got Golem at 17 cents. Man, man, Golem's one of those where I definitely want to throw some money into. Uh, at some point, it's at 17 cents. Um, I'm looking for, I'm looking for Funfair at a penny. Oh, my God. Okay, so you know. Oh my God. So if we look at Redcoin, Redcoin is at three tenths of a cent. It's up 8%. Please, people, do not buy Redcoin. That's the biggest scam in crypto. Please don't. You got Decentraland at seven cents. So yeah, we did the show on Decentraland on Monday. Um, it's currently at seven cents. I'm super bullish on it, man. I'm super bullish on it. I, th- I think it's, I think it's, I think it's, you know, if you can get to Ready Player One. <laughs> you know, in 20 decades or whatever it takes. I think that's going to be cool. But if you really look at it and just the amount of research that I did, just a small amount of it that we displayed on Monday, um, it doesn't look like it's going to be, it's going to happen anytime soon. So it's definitely one of those that I would just pick up a nice size bag and hold for like three years and see what happens. This could, if, if it takes off, like, you know, people are people with um, with notoriety are saying <laughs> Barry Silbert. If it takes off as big as they say it is, you know, it could be it could be could be worth quite a lot. But then again, we'll see. We'll see. We will definitely see. Uh, but I think it's going to take a really long time for that. I definitely would play the game though if it um, got released here. I think it's supposed to get released here later this year. So if it gets hit released here later this year, and I can use like a web browser and just browse from it from like a, you know, from like an Oculus Go or something, like I would definitely play Decentraland. Like that would be cool. I would love to see how it's all built and stuff. But um, yeah, I think it does make sense that it, you know, building out a VR world like that, you know, can't be owned by Facebook or it can't be owned by Twitter. Or can't be owned by any of these places. I feel like that would be a bad thing. But if you had this whole VR world that had, you know, a spot that, you know, that had a Facebook store or something or a Facebook lounge inside of this place, that would make more sense. So it's cool. It's very cool. And I can't wait to see how this how this shakes out long term. But um, it's definitely one of those where it's definitely holding a nice size back for it. But I feel like it's one of those I'm not looking anytime soon. It's more like I'm, I'm going to look at it in three to four years and see what that looks like. That's also how I feel about Sia or Sia, as I should say, not Sia, as Sia coin. Um, it's one of those that I'm holding, but I'm looking at it like much, much, much later, you know, much later, like three, four years down the line. And I can look and say, oh, wow, that was interesting. You know, um, it's 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 kind of like those are... I would, I would, uh, I would kind of say those like Sia or I'm sorry, I keep saying Sia, Sia coin, and you look at something like Mana, and even something like Bat. Like I feel like those are coins that if you buy a lot of now, and you hold for three or four years, you could see some nice gains from them. Um, especially the team behind them are all pretty, pretty bright people. And then on top of that, you have like this whole ecosystem that they're actually building out. So there's substance behind it, right? So. I think long term it makes more sense just to hold them than actually like keep constantly trade them or something. Um, but um, short term, yeah, you probably won't see anything. It's kind of like getting into Stellar, you know, in 2015. You know, it's kind of like that. 
of course, now you're reaping the benefits. But back then in 2015, you weren't reaping crap, you know. So it's kind of like one of those where you got in early, you got a nice size stack of it. And now you're reaping it because now you don't have to pay 20 cents a coin or something. You've already paid, you know, you know, one cent or six tenths of a cent, you know, whatever it is. So it's kind of like getting in like that. But uh, I think that's all we got for coin talk. Oh, what was bad at? Oh, bats at 21 cents. Um, I think that's all we got. Let's go ahead and get on to the end of the show.
know, I'm super bullish on Bitcoin and Ethereum, more so than I've been for the most part this past couple months. Um, all this news that's coming out that would have spiked the entire industry last year is not doing anything. It's flatlining. It's going sideways. But if you're accumulating in small doses, you're going to be game, set, match come January, February next year. Bye, Bitcoin. Save the world. See you tomorrow. This is the end of the show. Satoshi at a time.